Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Fearless Generations with Terry Singer and Kelly Fox. Hello and welcome to Fearless Generations 12 Steps to Freedom. Tonight we are moving on and upwards towards step number five, which is accountable. And uh, this is Kelly Fox, your host, and my co-host, Terry Sayre, is with us tonight. How are you doing, Terry? I'm doing well. It's just a beautiful day today in the neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. Mm, we've, uh, so we've, been having extraordinary, we've been having extraordinary weather here in California in the 70s. Yesterday was 75. I'm not sure what it got to today, but it feels like springtime, and it's February, so we're yeah. a little concerned. Uh, a lot of the fruit trees will start to blossom, and we'll, then we we'll, might have a freeze, so could be dangerous, but right now it's very nice. Yeah. And we are also excited to have with us a guest coach, and tonight that is going to be the fabulous Janet Renner. How are you doing tonight, Janet? Hello. I'm good. I'm good. Hello. Hello. That's good. <laughs> so we are, huh? I said enjoying this warm weather. I know. That's yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't go outside, so it doesn't matter. Mm. (laughs) But I am glad you guys are. Um, (laughs) So um, we are excited to get moving with step number five, accountable. We're going to be talking about what accountable means to each of us, because I think that it means something a little different to everyone. And it's really important to define the words of the steps um, or the steps um yourself what does awareness mean to you what is willingness connection uh compassion accountable what does that mean to you um and then can you expand that definition a little bit more um because i think that's what fearless living has definitely done for me especially with accountable is expanding my definition of what accountable is and i think for me Accountable was kind of like a bad word for me at first. How about you, ladies? Accountable for me, Mm -hmm. I felt like I was too accountable. Like, Mm. yeah, like, so people would ask you to do something. It's like, oh, yeah, uh uh-huh, I can do that. Or you see someone needing help. Oh, yeah, uh uh-huh, I can do that. Or, but it was everything outside. Um, there's been certain things that I'm accountable to myself for. Mm-hmm. And as I look back at it, though, it, I did much better when it's having to do with other people. Like mm-hmm. being, I'm, I'm, I, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's easier for uh, you to be accountable mm-hmm. to somebody else than accountable to yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I won't let someone else down. 
But, mm-hmm. you know, you can, you can, I, it's easier for me to let myself down or off mm-hmm. the hook or whatever. But if I'm working with others, it's harder for me to, um, you know, it's not, it, it, yeah, to say no or say, you know, mm-hmm. not be there and or not support them or whatever. And that mm-hmm. can be all fine and dandy until you realize that you're putting everyone else ahead of yourself, and that's the mm-hmm. problem. So, yeah. Yeah. What about you, Terry? Well, I think I saw accountability actually originally when I was going through my, as a, a coach, having a coach to help me go through the wheels. When I was doing my wheel of freedom, I thought accountable was my essential nature. But I've come to, to discover that accountable for me was actually a proactive behavior. And I I think that originally when I was looking at my fear trigger, which is incompetence, that I confused accountability with um, a way of keeping me from being seen as being incompetent. So mm-hmm. kind of like what, what Janet's saying, overcompensating by being super accountable to others and to tasks that I had uh, said yes to, um, that I needed to look super accountable, that that would... Uh, be the opposite of being incompetent. So it actually, in that stage of my growth and fearless living, accountability was actually a self-defeating behavior. Mm-hmm. And so being able to distinguish the difference between overcompensating to not be seen as incompetent was not really being accountable. It was doing anything, whether it was building me up or or tearing me down that would help me not be seen as being incompetent. So I might be fake. I might tell lies. I might um, not sleep in order to get something done so I would look like I was competent. And I think I was mistaking that for accountability. And so I've really changed the way I feel about that word. You were saying that you saw it as a negative. I think Mm -hmm. I was like overly, um, you know, actually engaging in self-defeating behaviors in order to be, to think that I was being accountable so that I would not be seen as incompetent. So that's a circle, Mm -hmm. which is a fear. And that was one of the things that I did to myself. Now I understand accountability instead is a way of gaining personal power because it's a way to be responsible to myself and to my goals and my dreams and my plans. And by being accountable to myself, I'm also able then to distinguish between overcompensating to not, you know, to get stuck on my wheel of fear and using accountability as a proactive behavior in my wheel of freedom. So I've had a loving mm-hmm. relationship with accountability. And at this point, I'm beginning to understand the power, personal power that comes from being accountable to myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that that's really important. Like 
when it comes to any kind of principle, it's always important that we um, put that principle towards ourselves first. You know, um, awareness of ourselves, compassion, connection, you know, all the other steps, you know, it's towards ourselves first and then it's um, outward towards others. And I think that um, accountable can be one of those confusing ones because I too am one where like if I say I'm going to do something, like I'm going to do like whatever I can to get it done. And there was a time where I would like not agree to things. Um, because I was so afraid that I wouldn't be able to accomplish it or do it um, that I'd much rather say no than um, say yes and not be able to to get it done. Um, and and so I I kind of put it out there that I wasn't um, I wasn't the person you wanted, you know, to help you with this or that. Like I was I wasn't a person you would call. And that's definitely shifted now. Um, I get phone calls from my friends, my sisters, you know, other coaches. Um, I get calls from people all the time now um, to support them, you know, um, because I've shifted my attitude towards um, towards it because I think, well, I think it's because I trust myself more now. But um, there's there's different ways to, you know, that we've talked about of shifting kind of our view of what accountable is. Um, And I think it's first, you know, really looking at, are we being accountable to ourselves? One thing that Rhonda says all the time is when you're saying yes to someone else, you're saying no. When you say yes to something, you're saying no to something as well. So if you're constantly saying yes, yes, yes to everyone, you know, outside of yourself, then you're saying no, no, no to you. Right. And so I thought of that. I, I think of that a lot when I think about, okay, do I really have the time, the energy, um, you know, the desire to do this thing that I've been asked to do? Is it going to take away from something that I'm committed to already or something that's a high priority? Is it going to take away from that? Is the, is the give and take worth it, you know? to really weigh those things out so that I can say yes and I'm not regretting it later, you know, because, um, you know, oh, it's taking so much more time and now I have less time with my kids and my kids are a high priority or I don't have time to do this other thing that I committed to do. Sometimes I'll, I'll get overcommitted, right? We get overcommitted, we get overbooked, and we're trying to fit all of these things into this short time frame and then, you know, we don't want to hurt someone's feelings and so we sacrifice ourselves or we sacrifice time with, you know, something that we really want to do. Right. So it's all Mm -hmm. really considering those things when we say yes to something, it's not just, Oh, well, I want to say yes. So it's definitely changed the process in which I think about, you know, can I fit this many things into my day? Do I really have time for this? How is this going to affect my mood later in the day when I'm, you know, when I'm even more needed because all the kids are home, not just two of the kids are home. You know, I, I really consider my energy level. And can that be put off until tomorrow? Because if I do it, will I have the energy to do what else I have, you know, to have to do that day? So those are all things that I think about. What is a tool, uh, Janet, that you use that really supports you with being accountable in a, in a, in a, in a positive, positive way? 
Hmm. I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking. Um, a tool or a strategy or a phrase or something that helps you. Yeah, I mean, for my own stuff, uh, you know, yeah, for me, just having my list, you know, my list as well as sometimes certain things I chart, you know, um, Uh like have a calendar or whatever and um, see it and see what I've checked off and that I've checked it off each day uh, or whatever uh-huh. days I'm doing it. Um, also, uh, you know. So when you say a list, do you mean like a to-do list? Yeah, it can be a to-do list. Yep. Okay. And I just, you know, have it handy. Um, I have, or, you know, support, like, um uh, certain people connecting with to on um, you know various things to stay on task to stay on mm-hmm. not on task but just yeah stay accountable help me stay accountable to whatever it is you know so having um, an accountability partner mhm 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 yeah yeah so yeah, that's a few of the ways that. Awesome. Yeah, I definitely am yeah. supported by accountability partner. I know if there's something that I that I want to do, but it, I'm just not, like, there's some type of fear there or there's just something, you know, I may not be aware of what the fear is, but I'm, there's obviously a fear because I'm not going forward and doing it. I'll usually engage someone else in it, you know, because then um, – because that ups my accountability in some way, you know? So like if um, the easiest example is like going to the gym, like I don't, I don't necessarily like going to the gym by myself. It's just not something that um, it's, it send, you know, like all these kinds of triggers of going to the gym by myself, (laughs) you know, I could name off a list of things that I don't like, but if I meet a friend there, then I go. Um, I had a friend, she moved away almost two years ago now, but for quite a while, I was getting up at five o'clock in the morning and going to the gym with her because that's when she could go to the gym. I am not a morning person. Like sometimes I don't go to bed until five in the morning. I'm I'm such a night owl, but I would get up and I would be ready to go every single morning with her because I knew if I didn't, she'd have to go by herself, right? So um, I haven't found a, found a buddy like that again. So I haven't really gone to the gym on a consistent basis again. But, um, you know, like I made the sacrifices. Like I'd make myself go to, you know, go to bed, you know, at a certain time. And I, you know, I made myself get up and, and, go to the gym. I mean, most of the time I'd come home and I'd go back to sleep, but you know, like I was committed to that because I knew that um, she was counting on me too. 
Um, and I think that that's a powerful tool. When you know that that supports you, then you set it up that way, right? Um, you know, whatever it might be. Maybe you're trying to write, and so you have someone who you guys get together and you, you write at the same time, or you meet up and you share what you've written in the meantime, right? Well, you're not going to want to shut – you know, you're not going to want to show up and not have anything that you haven't written. So you're going to write so that you have something, you know, when you, when you guys get together, you know, just different things like that. If you know you, that that supports you, then you can definitely set it up that way. Terry, what for you tool wise supports you with being accountable? Terry, did I lose you? What'd you say? I said, what supports you, you? What tools do you use that supports you in being accountable? Well, I think initially the tool that was really helpful for me, and I often come back to it, is the life log. Mm-hmm. And by so it's a little bit different than a than a to do list, which I also that's very supportive for me. But doing the life log is just helps me it holds me accountable to how I'm the choices I'm making to use how to use my time rather than checking off the excuse me the tasks that I have to do Mm -hmm. so the life log and for our viewers that don't know that what that is is that's where you record for a day how you use your time every half hour and it just like if I'm going to waste some time watching TV, I'll find that out by doing my life log or if I do something else that wasn't really uh, supporting my goals for the day, it's a clear way to find that out. Mm-hmm. So I enjoy that uh, as a way of of kind of checking on myself and also to see to see that I I do more than I think I do or maybe I'm doing things in a different vain than I thought I was and then asking myself is that supporting me so it's Mm -hmm. a life log I find really helpful and not to do every day but to do it on a regular basis or interval so that I can just check myself because it's a way I hold myself accountable for how I'm using my time yeah absolutely yeah I think the life log is super supportive I know when I was Um, well, one of the things that we do when we're in training to become a coach is we keep track of our time for 12 weeks um, every day. And um, that was not an easy task for me. I had to end up doing it twice. But um, (laughs) what I really, I really learned a lot um, from it. Um, You know, I would, when I would see myself, you know, watching more TV, I knew that I was, you know, because um, TV is one of my easy go-tos when I'm, you know, sad or depressed or lonely or whatever. So if I'm if I'm watching a lot of TV that week, I'm going to go back and go, okay, well, you know, what was I doing and how can I do differently? Um, also, if you're a person that uses the you uses or has the statement of I don't have enough time, it's a major way of seeing if you really do don't have time or if you're using your time in ways that could be more, you know, are less productive and could be more productive. Um, So, yeah, it can definitely up your awareness around that. One way that I used it um, is I wanted to – 
I wanted to judge my time around um, when I was a new mother, um, I was keeping track of the time I was being a mom because I wanted to show myself, you know, like, um, or I wanted to see, like, what being a good mom was. So I only counted, like, when I was giving them a bath or um, when I was reading them a book or when I was um, feeding them or, you know, like changing their diaper or something like that. Like those were the only times I gave myself credit for being their mom. And so it was this huge eye opener for me. And I think I kept track of it like for three weeks or something. And by the end of the third week, I saw myself being a mom all the time. So it was this huge um, expansion of, of really seeing all that I was doing. And instead of saying I was being a good mom, I called it being responsible. And um, they, you know, they were my responsibility um, as a stay-at-home mom. That's all I did. All I did was take care of them. Everything I did was, in fact, towards taking care of them and being responsible and so was this you know I was giving myself like five minutes here and and 10 minutes there and a half an hour there you know and and then it was you know at the end of the three weeks it was it was you know most of my time and so that was really helpful for me Um, and that was a huge eye-opener around accountable and being able to use that tool um, that you mentioned. Yeah, I love that. I think that, you know, we've talked about, you know, doing a to-do list. We've talked about, um, you know, the life log. We've talked about um, having an a accountability partner. Are there any other tools that kind of come to mind? that um, that you guys have used in shifting your view around this uh, principle? Hmm. I'm, what pops into my head, my head for all this was like to get to be accountable to yourself. Mm-hmm. For me, for me, to like really take ownership, like to really want to be accountable to myself, to to count myself, to be, to want to count myself as being worthy of mm-hmm. or worth it. That you know, and I'm just thinking back, like. When I truly become accountable for what it is that any goals I have or any dreams or desires or whatever it is that I want to get done, it's like underneath it all, it's saying, yeah, I'm worth it. I count. I matter. Mm-hmm. And, 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 So how do uh, so yeah so for me to get to accountability it's 
being willing to be accountable to my, you know, to myself. Like what you said, we always have to start with ourselves. It's not going, it's not so much outside of ourselves. We have to be accountable Uh to, you know, our own needs and desires. And and so that's an interesting place to be because I found myself going through the motions Mm-hmm. But detached from the emotions, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's been, you know, when I've been able to cross over, you know, um, to being accountable to myself, like when I really, it's it's tough, you know, on things when you want to when there's an area of your life where you feel like, wait a minute, what am I doing? Like, I don't feel good on some level, you know, whether it's emotionally, physically, whatever, spiritually, whatever. And to be able Uh to get myself to that place of, ah, how do I get there? You know, it's, it's even for a moment of a day, to check in and go, yeah, this is what I need for me mm-hmm. at this na- time to take care of myself. You know, that, um, mm-hmm. yeah, that that's when I felt this work really take hold mm-hmm. and be able to move forward utilizing it. So accountability to ourselves is huge and it's yeah huge to, yeah and for me i can definitely see it as saying, a, yeah i matter yeah sorry mm-hmm. go ahead no you're good i was just going to say um i definitely see it as an act of self-love to be accountable to yourself to your dreams your desires your needs um i think is definitely an act of self-love and self-care yeah, yeah, it, it is. I didn't well, really I get that. Yeah, I, <laughs> well, I what, Terry? Thing, you know, the, the steps that we've taken thus far, as far as awareness and willingness and connection and compassion, those are all, you know, they all kind of synergistically work into this whole idea of accountability. Because as mm-hmm. we become aware and willing, and then we connect, compassionately with with the awareness and the willingness that we have to grow and to move forward, then the accountability is the next step of the actions that we're going to take and, and what are we going to do in order to build that awareness and willingness and then to make those connections with our own soul so that we know, you know, how to move forward with compassion, you know, so that we're not, we're not beating because accountability you want to be compassionate, but you don't want to let yourself off the hook so that you're not growing. So there's also a fine line between those two. So just how do you take these other steps, these other four steps that we've worked on, and build those build up to this ability to have that compassion for oneself to be accountable? So I think they all really mm-hmm. work together in a very synergistic way. Absolutely, yeah. Terry. I agree. I agree. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. And, and I think that's 
that, that I think, you know, uh, that's what's so awesome about these steps is because they do build on them. And, yeah, it is all a process because um, of, of connecting to ourselves, you know, and that is, you know, the self-love that you're talking about. But they absolutely do build and help connect the dots in order to move. And when we get to accountability, it is, like you said, to take the action, to begin to, you know, take, continue on this with the steps now that we know, now that we're becoming aware. Yeah. Yeah, I think that um, every all of the steps work together. And once you have all of them, I think that they – you can pull them, the different ones, into the into each other. They kind of all fit into each other. Where you once you have them all, you kind of you need to use them all, right? But um, I think even when you gradually build on one and then the next, um, they do just beautifully um, flow right into the next one. We are down to thirty seconds. Uh, any last thoughts, ladies? No, nope, this is awesome. Thank you. Yeah, thank yeah. you. This was thank awesome. Thank you, Janet, again yeah. for being with us. We love yeah. always having you on. Also, we're going Thanks to um, we're going to be doing our Pathway to Change workshop coming up in March. If that's something you guys are interested, please go over to fearlessgenerations.org and check that out. Also, you can find information on Janet there. Or you can always check out the events at Fearless Generations Facebook page. Uh, you can find out about it there as well. And if you have any questions for Terry and I, you can always contact us there at the Facebook page or um, on our website. We would love to hear from you, um, hear your questions or um, your wins um, that you've that you've had as you've uh, listened to the show. We appreciate you guys, appreciate you guys always coming back with us every Monday night, and until next Monday, be fearless. Be fearless. Good night. Be fearless. Good night.